Spinning out of control, here we go Foot to the pedal, till it's touching the metal Let's rock and roll, yeah So they need to get them tigers to screech and I beat them Check the flags, last lap, nobody can beat them It's just that it's a party, put it on in the carpool And hear us talk a lot of NASCAR in the audio Singing loud, we don't just want it out of mode We're getting dirty around here, yeah We're in the mall. We're in the marbles Uh, we're in the marbles In the marbles Hey everybody, welcome to episode 82 of In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. My name is Soda, you can find me on X at Soda underscore Hunter. And I am Ethan, you can find me on all social media platforms at Viva La Ethan. So 82. That's the, it's a rough number, but I think we both got somebody. Yes. So uh, I have your, yours is probably going to be the one we use for the, the show notes and all that, the page. Because yeah. um, I think more people would recognize the car. I found that sometime in the 70s, probably late 70s, Janet Guthrie hmm. drove the number 82 Texaco car. Yeah. So that's really cool. I didn't, I never really knew off the top of my head what number she drove, and I have a feeling she drove a few. Because that's that's so like an indie car driver just kind of comes in and finds a, a car to drive, you know, not like a full time. Yeah. So who's your eighty two? Oh, Jordan Cassatt's gonna love this. Uh, it's the number eighty two of Scott Speed, that beautiful Red Bull sponsored uh, Toyota, the silver and, one, right? Yep, the silver one. Yeah, absolutely. The blue one was ugly. The silver one looked good. <laughs> yes it did yeah i agree I, I did not like the way the blue uh, red bull car looked i like the way the silver one did though the silver yeah. one was sharp um yeah like i said scott speed's gonna be the most recognized car on that um so last week was the halloween at- are you done mac Matt. okay Stop. um last week was the halloween episode but we really didn't get into our halloween discussions you created a little bit of a uh, a buzz <laughs> Did I? on other shows and on Twitter and stuff like that. With hey, my goodness, Mac Daddy, baby, <laughs> you you created a little bit of a buzz with your um your uh, sister. Yes, a lot of people don't know. Um, I do have a twin Russian Swiss uh, sister from Russia. Um, we were, you know, obviously like we were born. You know, um, and then she went to Russia and I, I'm a Kansanadian, meaning I'm from Kansas. So, uh, yeah. So her name is not Helga. Her name is Helga. And, uh, so ever since I, uh, ever since I broke my neck, um, I have like really bad migraines. So Halloween, I was supposed to work, but you know, I was like, man, my, my, I have a migraine, whatever. So I had it, uh, approved that Hel- Helga would uh come do a shift for me and you better say her name right she'll come get you yeah she will she'll, <laughs> she's a cage fighter in russia so just watch out for that um but yeah so 
I think she got really fed up with that very quickly because she came back, you know, to my house after she got done working and stuff. And she was like something about puny Americans. Um, I think a lot like the number one question she kept on getting was like, Hey babe, are you single? And she's like, puny Americans or however, you know, however Russians do it. So, um, yes, but she's back in Russia. She's kind of like Jeepers Creepers. Um, are you familiar with Jeepers Creepers? The, the movie? Yeah. Like yeah. where he comes out every 23 years or whatever. Um, she, I, it's <laughs> one of those things where she comes like every nine years. Uh, it's <laughs> weird. Cause the last time we all saw her, um, in this town, I was working at a, uh, at a gas station and she filled in for me back in 2014. And then she, made her you know resurfaced in 2023 so yeah we'll probably not see her for uh, another nine years so i think we're safe she's got lore behind her and i love it <laughs> oh she's she's uh, she's a delight i'll tell you uh, it looked like she was getting some suitors on uh twitter too so i'll tell you i'll tell you ryan ryan bollinger you better watch your p's and q's <laughs> Oh, we didn't have anything near that exciting. We um, <clears throat> we kind of just the kids, the boys don't dress up with us anymore. Yeah. We used to kind of do all. I mean, the, the me and my wife, uh, we do, we do the Halloween dress up with them as they go trick or treating in the neighborhood, and a bunch of adults do. It's not. It's like a common thing out there, and everybody just like has fun with it. I dressed as Prince Eric from Little Mermaid, and she dressed as Ursula. She made it awesome ursula she did yeah and the little girl Skylar, she dressed as ariel and the boys apparently didn't want to dress as sebastian and flounder so they they just did some video game stuff like stuff from five nights at freddy's and oh what was the other one uh fall guys i think until he got tired of wearing the costume because it was too hot <laughs> he was embarrassed of it so he went to a football player so, oh. you know, whatever awesome i'm gonna quit spending money on costumes for the oldest because he gets embarrassed with them and he didn't want to wear them oh man well, come on don't you ain't gotta be embarrassed about it it's, it, it's, it's a fall guy um character that was dressed as a hot dog so he oh. was like a giant hot dog he was like a five foot hot dog that's amazing if you it, want to talk yeah. about embarrassing you should have sent him uh or showed him a picture of Helga. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to know her beard care. It was uh, it was on point. Uh, Outsiders Beer Co. Actually, she she loves that stuff. So yeah, <laughs> um, I know we we joke about that, but um, shout out to Big Underscore Bane mm -hmm. because he might not be doing that. He might not have done it for like two years now. But I have stuff that I bought two years ago and it still smells great, and I still use it. Yep, I still use mine too. Yeah. Um. I did want to do that. I'm glad you brought that up because I did want to do a quick shout out to big underscore Bane. Cause I never, we never really talk about him specifically uh, too much anymore. We just talk about the podcast uh, with uh, Bill Venus and uh, Breaking brings power hour, things like that. But we don't talk about Bane specifically anymore for some it's, reason. It's probably because we hate him. We <laughs> hate him. I, and I'm about to give him a big <laughs> shout out because he does our <laughs> intro music. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I, I want to make sure everybody knows this, that dude, came up with that like we we had the idea i, I went to him and i said um we, i like the energy of thunderstruck but maybe you know not not the acdc lyrics just uh have something i mean i don't know i didn't all i had was an idea yeah like a, a, an idea of what in the marbles actually meant and he wrote that entire thing 
He came up with the rhythm to it. He wrote the entire thing. He added the sound effects, all sorts of stuff. So yeah, all that and, credit goes to I him. Mean, you hear it every single week. 100%. And I love that man. He is unbelievably talented. The fact that Bill Venus is not a skit, you know, like a skit show on Comedy Central is abs i mean just a total loss you know but like the podcast please like i i did it i took the bullet and i went from like it took me like a month and a half i went from episode one all the way to currently it was a lot of venus it was a lot of venus man like and, a lot uh, of venus in your I, face a lot, lot of venus, venus and I, <laughs> I really don't know if i if i could do it again because it was just a little too much to handle but my goodness it was so worth it it was amazing venus. shout out to him too much penis penis everywhere well and then and well i mean if you don't want to like listen to the podcast you can go read his book i was about to get there i was about to plug the oh, fact hard. that uh no you're good uh that big underscore bane uh or bill venus uh kayfabe brother um has a book coming out soon i'm not sure the exact date it, it it's coming out or when you can pre-order it or whatever uh follow him on twitter x you can follow I don't know Bill Venus's thing, but I know um, big underscore Bane, B-A-Y-N. Follow him on, on X, social media, Twitter, whatever. And he will make the announcement of when you can pre-order the book. And I bet it's going to be excellent. Yeah, you can actually pre-order the book right now. Oh, you can? That's awesome. I hadn't, I didn't yes. see that announcement. Yes. Yep, That is awesome. It's awesome. Um, I plan on getting me a uh, paperback copy of that myself. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> um, I want Bill Venus to sign it though. Like, I want him to sign it in person, like in person, in my face. Like, Venus I want Bill Venus. Yes, you want. I want Bill Venus in my face, in your face, signing my book. Yes, signing all over that. Uh, t- twice on Sunday. Uh, that's what I want. <laughs> I want him in my life. My wife's gonna listen to this. Yes. Like, what the heck are y'all talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. I mean, like Bill, like Bill Venus is like a celebrity, but not like, not like a, any, by the way, did you hear about all the, gotta take a deep breath after, before this one. Did you hear about all the, um, celebrities in kind of like, uh, hot, like hot water right now? <laughs> no. What? Why? Like, like Matthew Perry. Hey, listen, we have a great, great wow. episode and I'm, I'm really <laughs> excited. <laughs> I'm really excited oh, about goodness. this episode. Yeah, you Woo! had to take a breath after that one or before that one, didn't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is some dark humor right there. Maybe too soon. I don't know. I'm not a big friends guy myself, so Ooh, my heart it didn't affect pounding. me like it did from other people, but mm, take a swig well, on that. Um yeah, the only reason I say that is because my ex-girlfriend who was obsessed with friends, I know she still listens to the show, and it's like this is my way of like, hey, I'm over it. Leave me alone. So Shout out. <laughs> um, we have championship stuff to talk about this week. Yes. Do you want to get into any news before we go into it? I think there's a little bit from Lionel Racing. Yeah, we absolutely can. Um, really super fast. Um, they announced something, uh, a new, I guess, a new diecast, and it's called uh, Elite Premier Edition. I'm not going to spend a lot of time with this. Let me pull it up real fast. Um, so some of the new differences between Elite's uh, like regular elites and the elite premiere editions. Um, the elite premiere is going to have hood tethers, uh, roof flaps, tethers, deck lid tethers, 
side window tethers, <laughs> uh, a new air cleaning design, uh, painted on reservoirs for the firewall, uh, die cast like the underwing, uh, left hand side mirrors, a new ignition box, a new fuel cell design, and much, much more. Uh, I think that's actually it. But um, yeah, so they're about $20 more than an Elite. So it's actually not a bad deal at all, but they only have Hendrick drivers right now. So your 2024 Kyle Larson's, Chase Elliott, Hooters, you know, William Byron's and stuff like that. So to me, it's only, is this a price seat? Isn't it like 140 bucks? Yeah, it's 140 Um, To me, at that price range, because I have seen other companies do this before. This is the only reason why I'm bringing it up. Mm. Because it's cool, yeah, when you have your front tires on the car and they turn. You know, they steer the car. But you look inside, the steering wheel doesn't turn. I have seen Action make that before. I've seen them. Their first elites that they came out with that I firstly I remember them coming out with was in 1997. It was the yeah. Dale Earnhardt Wheaties car. Hmm. That was the very first elite I remember seeing Action come out with, and it was that hefty price tag. It was the first one I remember that had a cloth window net, roof flaps came up, all everything right. But also, yeah. you move the wheels to the left and right, the steering wheel turned inside the car. Why don't they do that anymore? Uh, you know what? I don't actually have. I'm looking at my diecast, and all I do, like all I collect now, is elites. Um, unless, like, obviously, like the Noah Gregson Kansas win is an ARC. They don't for trucks and Xfinity diecast. Elites are not an option. So, like that one, I have to take an L on. But like all my Cup Series cars are elites. Um, and I, you know what? I haven't noticed that. I'm pretty sure that they do, though. Um, but that could be a true story that I just made up. So after this, I will have to go take a look at it. Well, my um, Matt Benedetto truck, it's – see, I'm uh, f- forgive me if I'm not sure exactly what's what, but I have the race to win Chase Elliott from Talladega. It is um, – it has the plastic window net. Okay. So A-R-C. which one is that? ARC? A-R-C. Yep. The Matt Benedetto has a cloth window net. So what? Yes, my Matt Benedetto truck has a cloth window net, the race wind version. Really? Yeah. Um. Hmm. Okay. Well, cloth window nets are normally on elites, but I know for. I mean, I can go walk into the living room and double check. If you want to stall for five seconds, I can go do that real quick. One hundred percent. Go ahead. Yeah. Bear right back. Okay. Um, oh, guys, you should just. Just be in a room with Helga for like five minutes and you're going to want to just not be in that room anymore. Um, She's she's okay. You know, she likes long walks on the beach. She likes um, cage fighting. She's a cage fighter. So if you want to grapple with her. She has a beard. Don't talk about it. She also has a unibrow. Don't talk about it. If you want to see the video that we're talking about. You're right. Okay. Scratch that. But I have the Chase Elliott in my hands right now, and I'm turning the wheels, and nothing is happening to the steering wheel. Huh. Shame. This is technology that's been done like 25 years ago, and that steering so wheel is the Chase straight Elliott, up and down. The Chase Elliott is ARC, right? It has the cloth window net. 
Oh, does it have the the uh, the radio antenna? You talking about the little nubbins on the back of it? Like on the what, what? on the top of the race car? Yeah, yeah. There's a well. I see cameras. I don't see an antenna. Like it would have been. Uh, so there should be like a couple holes in the roof if it's an elite. Couple holes where in the roof. Yeah. Well, like, I see where the, the. I see a decal where the camera would go. Um, I see spots. Let's see. I see a, like a bump, like a black bump there in a the line. There's a black bump on, like, kind of like where a car, my car antenna has like a shark fin thing on the roof. Yeah. yeah. It has like that on the back and the front. Okay. But it's hmm. got the cloth window net. That, and, but the, and the other one doesn't. So isn't it an elite? So an elite would come with Cars radio. Says antenna. Elite. Oh, if the package says elite, then I yeah, would say it's the bottom elite. of the car says, uh, Whatever that is, RCCA Elite. Okay, then you you definitely. Um, so in the package that it came in the box, um, did it have like some uh, like something taped to the the see through the transparent little window? I do not know. Okay, well you might want to go check because that might be your radio antenna in your shark fin that you can insert into the hood or the i'm sorry the roof of your diecast and really it comes with a piece that i have to attach yeah um it's super simple just uh it's kind of it's kind of uh it's kind of a b to get out of that little wrapping that they put it in see the hole i see what you're talking about now yeah we're making progress yeah look at that i didn't even know i'm very very glad i didn't throw the box away Um, yeah yeah (laughs) i wouldn't have done that i keep all the paperwork of it inside of it how about that you taught me something Look at that. Here we are. Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> uh, the truck looks cooler, though. I know this is an Elite, but yeah. the truck has, like, real damage on it. And Chase Elliott didn't get anything except some dirt and confetti on his car. So it doesn't look as cool as the truck does. But that's just me. Anywho, um, I'm never going to buy one of those. So good job. <laughs> um, well, but you might not buy them, but you might possibly be able to win one next season in the Fantasy Cup. They're $140. I hope they're not a prize next season for the Fantasy Cup. That's a little much for a Fantasy Cup prize. Just saying. Just stay tuned. <clears throat> friends, stay tuned. I ain't buying <laughs> one. You, if you get one, it didn't come from me. I can tell you that. Yeah, stay tuned. I got I got packs of uh of cards from like the early and mid-90s that I'm planning on giving away in a box, like a, a retro box for next year for a prize. I'm like collecting stuff to give away for that. Yeah, these cars were a dollar a pack. There must be about 50 to 60 cards per pack. Yeah. So, yeah, you're not, I'm, I'm not breaking the bank. <laughs> so, what, what we're trying to say to the Fantasy Cup participants, which we will get into a little bit later, uh, we, we do our best. We do, do we do what we, <laughs> we, we only provide the best for our participants. So, that's, <laughs> I'm, I, I figured a retro box would be fun for next year because it would be a lot of interesting things that maybe some people grew up seeing, you know, because like I sent you that Bobby Labonte plate, yes. things like that, just random. Like there's a random Dale Earnhardt thing I found. There's a random junior thing I found. Here's some, here's some early nineties racing stuff. Here's a Jeff Gordon thing, you know, just some random things like that. I think that would be kind of neat just to throw all yeah. together like that. It's also a pack of a uh, Dale, Ar- Dale Earnhardt Jr. Playing cards that's going to go in that that I randomly found, you know. So awesome. Yeah. Anyway, that's retro. 
yeah if it's a retro pack then uh we can definitely save that for i don't know like a retro weekend i don't know yeah maybe darlington yeah perfect if they're doing that this year at darlington i i I, oh yeah i forgot they were uh, no they announced it at bristol yeah oh man well we'll figure it out yeah we'll um yeah go ahead Sorry, I am talking all over you tonight. Uh, speaking of um, figuring things out, uh, Lionel Racing announced uh, Wave 6 a couple weeks ago, and then today uh, re- revealed Wave 8, but is going to reveal Wave 7 next week, which is kind of funny. Um, did you see who's in Wave 8? Is that the one that just got shown? Because I know there was a Ross Chastain... Um... What is that sponsor with the K? Kabuda? Kabuda? Yeah. Kabuda? Yeah. I know that car's in it. I know Brad Keselowski has a Hawaiian Rolls chase. Uh-huh. And there's a Denny Hamlin interstate, which is really weird. It's yeah, really weird you, to see that. You just want to go through them real fast? That's about all I know. Okay, awesome. So yeah. starting off, uh, yeah, you were right. 2023 Kabuda, Ross Chastain. It looks kind of cool. Uh, let's see, 2023highpoint.com Chase Briscoe. That's decent. Uh, 2023 Valvoline William Byron. 2023 Interstate Battery Denny Hamlin. A 2023 Ferris uh, Ty Dillon. 2023 Menards Daracell. Sorry, Daracell. Uh, Ryan, yeah, uh, Daracell. What am I, am I saying? That? Daracell. Duracell. There we go. Hello. We're, <laughs> we're live, pal. Uh, 2023 Menards Duracell, uh, Ryan Blaney, which is we'll get into. Uh, let's see. Uh, 2023 Cheddar's Kyle Bush. I will be relentlessly looking for that one. Uh, 2023 Sunday D. Kevin Harvick looks pretty spot on. And like you alluded to, a 2023 Kings Hawaiian Brad Kozlowski, which is also the uh, liquid color chase piece. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Um, yeah, there's a couple in there I'm interested in. I'm waiting on the Ross Chastain chase piece. I figure they'll do it one day. Oof. Seems like it's the same few people they always do. Yeah. As color chrome or liquid color, whatever they call it. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, decent wave. But um, yeah, what else we got before? That's all for Lionel Racing, isn't it? Uh, yes, that's all I got. Um. After that, I'm going straight into the championship weekend. Well, let's do one thing real quick before we talk about. Well, I think we're going to do the trucks and then take a break and then come back and talk about Xfinity Cup and the Fancy Cup. Okay. But let's do one thing before. Uh, Drew on his show, on their show, Tales from the State, he wanted, they did a top five Georges. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. And he wanted to know if there were any famous NASCAR Georges. And I don't think either one of us could think of one off the top of our heads. Like, um, could, could you think of a George? I, I had to research it because I, I was listening. Of course, now I can't listen to podcasts while I'm at work. So I have to kind of cram them. All of my podcasting friends, all their new episodes in Sundays and Mondays. Uh, when I heard that, uh, I did listen to it and I, I thought, wow, that's really interesting. So I started like thinking about it. I was like, well, you know, and I, I'm pretty sure like I thought Chase, Chase Elliott's real name is something. Um, what is his real name? It's not Chase. That's his middle name. 
I thought that I thought he was a George, but he's not. Um, <laughs> so I had to, I actually had to research it. And the only one that I, I, and I didn't hear of any of these people's names, but first one that popped up was Tim George Jr., which I don't think is qualifies because I think they were talking more Last George. Name. Yeah, as, as first name. So that's the only thing I could come up with. I've never heard of him before. I guess he was in uh, finished seventh in season points in 2011 uh, for ARCA series. So I had nothing. The only one I found that I recognized was it looks like it was mid 70s, maybe early 70s. Um, it looks like that he's driving a Torino. So I'm thinking probably 71, 72, somewhere in there. Mm. Um, He's driving for Bud Moore, the number 15 car. It's George Fulmer. I have heard of him, but I wouldn't have remembered him by any means. Like I was just looking through all these things here and I was like, okay, I have at least heard of that one. So, you know, that's where I went with that. But yeah, there's not, it's weird. Ask, ask us about Dales. Yeah. There's plenty of Dales. Kyle's lots of Kyle's too. Yeah. But not too many Georges. Yeah. Not very many at all. (laughs) Actually. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about the truck series. Um, Mm. A little bit of a cluster. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. A little bit, but uh, I didn't get to watch it live, but I saw highlights and it was entertaining and in a 10, 15 minute video. Yeah. On YouTube. So I suggest if anybody didn't see it, Go watch it that way. Yeah. Bring time. That is the exact way that you should watch this race. Uh, <laughs> I So it happened Friday night. Uh, I think it started at like 9 p.m. So I had to work the next morning. So I was like, oh, man, I'm going to, you know, it's a championship race. I'm excited about it. Um, I fell asleep. Let's see. I think it was like 30 laps to go. And I fell asleep and I was when I kind of woke you got up. a good hour nap then, didn't you? Yeah. So I actually slept for like. An, an hour and a half or yeah whatever and i woke up and i was like oh no i missed the ending and i looked at my phone and it was like i thought it was two hours and i because it was like midnight it was like midnight 15 or something and i looked at the tv and it midnight I, <laughs> and it still said it was like 17 laps to go and i'm like wait a minute is this a rerun so I was like, I mean, I thought I was in a whole nother dimension. I was like, wait a minute, what's going on? And they were like under a red flag or something. And I was like, oh, wait, is it raining? Like, what's going on? And then like, I started getting on social media. I went to X and stuff and I was like, whoa, what's going on? So uh, I missed a lot of it. So then a couple of days later, I went back and rewatched it. I couldn't set through it. Yeah, it was it was a cluster. Uh, it didn't help to the fact that it started at like 930 at night. Yes. Uh, I understand that's not, that's only like seven over there. I get that. But, you know, Eastern time zone, you're, they're talking about an after 10 o'clock start. Yeah. And then it had all that junk. It was probably two or 3 a.m. before that thing was over with. Yeah. Just, well, I didn't watch it live. I was getting ready to go to some uh, football games mm-hmm. over the weekend. We went to the Alabama LSU game Saturday, left uh, real early, got to see game day and uh, on ESPN. And then we went to an NFL game, our first NFL game, or all of our, my family's first NFL game, Falcons versus Vikings in Atlanta mm-hmm. Sunday. So we were packing for all of that, you know, 
two completely different experiences, and I, I, I'd love to talk about them, but maybe not this week. We got kind of a slam show this week. Tell me about the trucks. Who won? Who wound up winning the championship this year? Yeah, Ben Rhodes uh, wins the 2023 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series Championship. Uh, very controversial uh, fashion. Um, we saw a lot of playoff drivers versus playoff drivers. Uh, Carson Hosefar spins out Corey Heim and then overreacts on the on the um, the onboard. <laughs> did you see that? I did. He was oh so mad God. at himself. He was he was mad because he misjudged it. But yeah, he he pitched a fit. But he was mad himself. Or anything else so see i didn't i didn't take it that way at all um so what's what a lot of people forget is that the the turn before uh he dumped him he like gave him a good shot like he bumped him pretty hard and in the next corner he over judges and then spins out Corey heim i'm not saying like you could hear the throttle he didn't ram like he didn't try to wreck him he just accidentally spun him out but what i could not get over was i watched this video three times and like carson hosvar he knows that the camera's on him and he like he knows that they're like probably looking at him so like for the next what seemed like 10 minutes he's inside his truck like rubbing his eyes and he's like oh man hit you know punching the steering wheel and all this stuff and i'm just like he's so overreacting and it was just like well like i don't know. i don't know i don't know i i tend to go with the narrative out there that he um he misjudged he thought something was going to happen and it wound up ha- happening differently and he just wound up being in a bad spot and it, oh i i agree yeah. with that 100 but the in car thing when you're trying to be uh, the professional that you know you are, and on top of that, you're, you've got a cup ride next year. It's lined up. He's in the cup next year. You don't want to look like an idiot. The last thing, I was this way, and I was just a local dirt track driver. I hated looking like an idiot. I didn't care if I got beat. I didn't care if you know the car broke, I got beat you know whatever if i look like an idiot i was most mad at myself than i was any other time and yeah he's got a camera on him and he probably knew that before the race but when you're in that moment you don't you don't care i mean i had cameras in my car i never even thought about the cameras being in the car when i'm out there you know i only thought about when my wife when i come into the piss my wife went in there and turned it off and unstrapped it so she could put on the computer and look at the look at the footage yeah, you, know, you just you just I get I get what you're saying. I see what you see, but I also see he was just legit mad at himself. You know, yeah, yeah, like an idiot. Um, yeah, I mean, it was for me, it was extremely cringy, and I was just like, okay, you're a little overdoing it, but I get the frustration absolutely. Well, uh, it well, did not. I was say real quick before we move on. Um, I say that I 100% believe, you know, yeah, he he, re, he overreacted, sure. He reacted in a real cringy way, but his reaction was legit to how he was feeling because he ends up getting wrecked later, which I'm sure you're about to talk about. Yes, and, absolutely. And when he hit that wall and he was stopped and his car was, his truck was done, he come on the radio and says, that's fair. He didn't complain. He didn't gripe. He didn't do anything like that. He just said, that's fair. I deserved it. I wrecked him and he wrecked me back. I deserved it. So he's he's stuck up there along the outside wall 
And he says, that was totally validated. He deserved to do that to me because I'm an idiot. He was harder on himself than anybody else at that track. That's yeah. That's what I saw. Yeah. So what uh, Soda's alluding to was that uh, Carson Hosfar, he accidentally spun out uh, Corey Heim, uh, which Corey Heim did not make any contact with anything. He actually kept it off the wall. Mm-hmm. And the very next uh, restart, Corey, um, excuse me, um, uh, Carson Hosfar started on the front row and it just seemed like he just didn't. Like he was taking it out on himself that he just didn't hit the gas, uh, the, the throttle. He went from first or on, I'm sorry, second on the front row all the way two laps later. He's 19th, he's five spots farther back than Corey Heim was, and he had to go to the very back of the line after getting spun out. So then, uh, about I'd say about 15 20 mat, uh, 20 mat, 20 laps later, um, Carson had new fresh tires. He was on his way up through the field, and uh, Corey Heim took exception and run it, ran him straight into the fence, and that's what you know. Uh, Soda was alluding to Corey um, Carson Hosfar comes on the radio says, "Well, I deserve that," or you know whatever he said. He uh, says, "Fair." Yeah, NASCAR did not see it that way. Corey, um, sorry, Carson Hosfar did not get penalized for the contact with him and Corey Heim. Corey Heim did get penalized, even though it's after. The season, you know, everything is done and set for. Uh, announced today that Corey Heim has been assessed a behavioral penalty for the violation of NASCAR member code of conduct at Phoenix. The penalty was $12,500 and a loss of 25 driver points. That's really dumb. I mean, I get they don't want the drivers running over each other, but you got to let these drivers take some frustration out when they're wronged. Yeah. You have to. Otherwise, it's going to spill over into the pits and you get actual, like, fists on face. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to let them take out some aggression. As long as it isn't, like, right rear hooking them straight into the wall at 190 miles an hour, like, you know, Bubba Wallace and Chase Elliott does. Exactly, yeah. But you're just talking... All he did was just not turn through the corner and push him up into the wall. He didn't... It wasn't egregious. Yeah. He made sure his day was over, but it wasn't like, you know, that, that, that shot wouldn't have killed nobody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not like what we saw last couple of years, but yeah, I I think that's dumb. But anyway, um, yeah, I agree with you. Um, any other notes on the truck race? Not on the trucks. Yeah. The actual championship battle was not that intense at the end because really there was only one truck that was like, even anywhere near. No, the other one came back at the end, didn't he? Grant, Grant, yeah. And Finger made a made a run right at the end of it. Uh, he yeah, was th- one spot behind, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think uh, Ben Rhodes finished sixth or fifth, and then uh, Grant Infinger finished seventh or sixth, just right behind him. So lost it by one point. Mm-hmm. Well, it was uh, it was fun to watch in a fifteen minute YouTube video. Probably not fun to watch live for four hours. <laughs> or if you took a snoozer you went fell asleep for a little bit you know yeah um let's take a real quick break and then we'll come back we'll talk about xfinity cup and then go over the final standings of the fantasy cup and that'll be the show man that'll be a yeah. wrap up on this season and the, then it'll just be the off season shenanigans that we get to every week yes yeah. sir. um before we, uh before we listen to some podcast commercials here from our friends uh 
I put something on Twitter right before I recorded showing off what I was able to make with uh, in, in the Marbles Pod Twitter account and my personal Soda underscore Hunter Twitter account. Um, showing off what I was able to make with some products from SkinnyMixes.com. Go check it out. You'll see all the products I have lined up. You'll see what I was able to do with some of these products. And the thing that I made was something that rivals what Starbucks can make and taste and looks. And it is also sugar-free and keto-friendly, low-carb. Yes. So there's no guilt with this whatsoever. So you can either get your hundreds and hundreds of calories worth of ice lattes from Starbucks, or you can make them yourself with skinnymixes.com and all the syrups and all the crazy flavors they have, which I promise you they have way more flavors than Starbucks does. So go check them out. Skinnymixes.com. Use code marbles at checkout for 10% off your first order. Skinnymixes.com. The following announcement has been paid for by the Pulling Up a Chair podcast. Tim here, host of the Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shop podcast. If you're a fan of wrestling figures and the artists that take them to the next level, then I've got a favor to ask of you. Come check out my podcast, Pulling Up a Chair. Each episode, I sit down and talk to figure customizers, figure photographers, set builders, figure collectors, podcasters, and even pro wrestlers. Just search out Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shot wherever you get your podcasts, and I hope you'll join me next time right here on Pulling Up a Chair. Hey, we're live, pal, and we'd love for you to come check out our podcast, Tales from the Estate. Each week, we talk about our top five favorite somethings. My beautiful wife, Caitlin, likes to share all sorts of random facts. Yeah. Did you know that cows have accents? We did now. But we also review all sorts of snacks and other great things. And so if you love everything random, I think you'd enjoy Tales from the Estate. So come check us out. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Bye. Hi. I'm AJ. I'm Tyler. And I'm Ryan. And we're Three Brews Podcast. We're a show where us three brothers sit down to talk about brews and everything else. Check out our website, threebrewspodcast.com, and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. All right, let's go ahead and talk about Xfinity. Um, so who won the 2023 Xfinity Championship? That would be the driver of the number... Zero zero Ford Mustang for Stuart Haas Racing. That is Mr. Stone Cold Custer. <laughs> Whatever. It just doesn't oh, sound are right. Are we sure that's, that's what he's calling himself? <laughs> yeah. Sure Stone Cold Custer. I think it's, uh, I'm pretty sure it's something like Stone Cold Stone or something Cole. like that. I don't know. Stone Cold because he's doing the, the beer slap and the, yeah. So, okay, personality-wise, does he drive like you think Stone Cold would? Oh, no. I wouldn't think so. Does he act like I'm, like, flipping birds no, and stuff? No, and everybody, like, I mean, I know Ryan Blaney does, but, but does Cole Custer actually do the bird thing to everybody in the cars? No. Stun people when they get out after they shake hands? I wish he would. <laughs> that would be, that'd be good television, man. 
<laughs> dude, dude, bumped you on the race track. Get out. Hey, it's okay. You go shake hand and stole call stuff and I'm right there on the pit road. <laughs> Every interview, you'd be like, what? What? <laughs> that was yeah. the worst thing that Stone Cold ever did. I swear. Uh, that was stupid. The what it, thing? Yeah. Ruined anyway. wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, really fast. Uh, shout out to Drew Vitzel for sending me that Stone Cold uh, figure along with that other. Did you see that post on Facebook or on uh, X? I haven't been on X that often this week. I've been I've been busy. So yeah, no, he, not. shout out to Drew Vinsel. Uh he sent me that stone cold from that four pack, so I didn't have to waste eighty dollars on just one figure. And then um he sent me another one of those one twenty four scale funny cars. Remember the mm-hmm. Chris Jericho SmackDown one that he sent me? Yeah. yeah. Uh he sent me like a um the rock version, and this is like all gold and it's like that uh it almost looks glittery bro mm-hmm. it is uh, i am in love it's got love love from a bull like on the hood of it is that right yeah yeah, oh, I, yeah. i've seen it before yeah oh i think i've seen so a black cool. version of it too but i could be wrong i feel like yeah, there's a black I, version somewhere and it's wild because like i'm not a straight liner oh wow, that sounded weird uh <laughs> like I'm not a. I'm not into like funny cars and you know drag dragsters at all. But like I love love them. Can you name the three big classes in drag race? Of what in NHRA? Top fuel. Yeah. Do you know which one top fuel is? No. No. Uh, Funny cars. Rail cars. I don't know what that is. The the long skinny ones with the bicycle wheels on the front and the big fat tires on the back and the wing. Yeah, yeah. Those are rail cars. That's top fuel. And for some reason, that's not called a funny car. And the funny car is actually the car that looks like a car. Yeah, the the I mean, to an extent. Is the funny like, car like the Chris Jericho and the rock one that Drew sent me? Um is that a probably. Probably okay. the one that you you always associate John Force with. Yes, yes, yes. Those yes. are okay. those are funny cars. And then they have the pro stocks, which are funny cars, but less dramatic, more regular car looking. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, either way, I know we. Uh, this is about the Xfinity race, but I mean, clearly nothing really big happened yeah. in that race. So, yeah. I definitely didn't watch it live. Uh, I already said I was at a football game during this. Um, something a lot more important to me happening in the Xfinity Championship that was Alabama LSU game. You know, that's just me personally, but. Um, and full disclosure, uh, we'll, we can talk about it if you want to. Uh, this is actually on recording on Saturday night when the rest of the podcast before this was recorded on Wednesday night because <laughs> our internet, my internet, especially, is awful. <laughs> yeah. So we have All two right. completely different experiences. Might have two completely different sounds here in our internet <laughs> and stuff like that, too. I don't know because I have worked all day yeah. and I'm in that when I was. So I had to get up three hours earlier than I normally do to go out there and turn all the wells back on because we had a little bit of rain for the first time in six weeks or two months, maybe. And it knocked the power out. So all the wells went down. Oh, no. So I had to go out there, all 20-something of my wells, and bring them all back up. And then turn around and do it all again because after 5 a.m., I start gauging them. Oh, So I had wow. to go through the route four or five times a day. So it's that's just what it is. <laughs> yeah i know i didn't have a stuffy nose on uh whenever we started this and now like today just i don't know my allergies have just been wild today like i have been sneezing 
I think there's some sort of mold somewhere in our Walmart and it's just there's days where it doesn't bother me and then there's days like today like it's just oh it's wild my allergies pick up when it gets when it transitions from like the fall temperatures to cold and the cold temperatures to spring oh That's yeah, my yeah. Allergies pick up i don't know maybe not even maybe not even that far into it because usually my allergies pick up really hard in january and like oh. just reach i don't know what blooms in january down here but something down here blooms in january you know, it's usually around January 15th. Or so my allergy, I get a week of just pure allergies. You know, like the whole deal, the watery eyes, the itchy throat, the stuffy nose, all that kind of stuff. I get the whole deal. And I had a little bit of that last week with all of a sudden we got our first like sub freezing temperature of the year. Yeah. You know, it, we get down to like, I mean, that's not, I know it's not cold to everybody else, but, um, the humidity down here it got all of a sudden it dropped below like i think it was 32 or 31 it, it got that low down here one morning and everything frosted over and mm. next thing i know i am you know stuffy head and you know itchy throat and all that good junk just from whatever whatever comes out during the the cold i don't know oh, it's wow. weird i have no Welcome idea what, my what life <laughs> that's literally my life every single day <laughs> you gotta get over it though i'm going to disney in yeah. five days from where i'm recording now instead of the eight or nine days it was when we started <laughs> yeah yeah time Carb flies jump. when you're not paying <laughs> i'll tell you time time flies when you're not paying attention that's for sure <laughs> uh but just a weekend say- i'm not doing a whole week's trip it's just a weekend it's going to be fun. We're, we're actually driving down. Uh, we'll talk about some, you know, BS here in a little bit. Now we're going to cup in the fancy, fancy cup for, for the, the end of the season, the last race. Um, but we're leaving. I'm going to go, go to work, uh, start gauging my stuff at 5 a.m. And I should be done probably before 7 a.m. And I'm going to come home and they're going to be ready and packed up. And I'm going to come home, change clothes. And we're going to jump in the car and take off. Seven hour drive down to uh, Orlando and go to a Christmas party at uh, Disney World's Magic Kingdom that night. Stays up into midnight. And next morning, we're going to wake up and go to Epcot. And then we're going to Hollywood Studios. And we're probably going to end the day at Magic Kingdom again because that closes at 11 p.m. And then come home Sunday. Have have breakfast with the characters Sunday morning. Oh, like that's that's our traditional thing we do when we leave Disney. We go to there's two restaurants that we try to go to. One is Chef Mickey's, which is easy to get to. The other one is a uh, Tepelina Terrace. That's harder reservation to get because the food's better. But they all have characters like the whole Mickey Mouse, Pluto, Minnie, Daisy, Donald. You know that whole Goofy, the whole era, whole area right there. And they walk around to the tables and they do uh, autographs and pictures and all that. And they meet with you for like three or four minutes each when they come around while you're eating, you know? So that's, that's a character breakfast is what we do. We do that every time we leave, we haven't missed one yet. The next morning before we go, that's the last thing we do. So we get one more little Disney thing in, you know, especially for the kids to get to meet the characters up close and personal like that. So that's, so that's what we're doing. This coming up weekend, one week from today. You know, you know what I'm doing this weekend? 
without a NASCAR race, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sitting on my couch <laughs> in complete darkness. I'm not even turning the TV on. I'm just going to sit you, there. You're not even going to watch the football? The NFL no, I stuff? I, I'm going, yes, I'm going to. Yes, I'm going to do that. You've been killing it in the fancy, the, the fancy. Oh boy, let's talk about it if you want to, man. We can talk about it. Ooh, I actually I broke my losing streak, so I'm happy. So you know what's really funny about this is that I am four and five and still giving uh, fantasy football. I don't think I have finished a higher than last in the three brews podcast uh, fantasy football. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing over there. Uh, I actually prefer their platform a little bit better than the it's, uh, it's easier yeah it is but, it's easier but it's a different style of game yeah completely and i should probably just stop picking patrick mahomes and travis kelsey every single game um i you know i think i have a strategy this week uh and i need to do that right after we get done recording here uh and i'm i think i have a different strategy going into this week and maybe maybe it'll be a little bit better and I could win some moonlight, baby. Isn't that what Little Wayne says? I have two wins in the three brews and a second place and a win in a second place the last two weeks. So unfortunately, not that many people are entering right now. So when you win, you win like six bucks. But still, hey, you know, you get it means you pay for the next three weeks, you know. Yeah, that's exactly right. I haven't had to put any money in since the first week on FanDuel. Because that first week paid for all of, yeah, you know, oh, nice. all, all year so far. Wow! And this last race on DraftKings, I actually won thirty bucks off the NASCAR stuff. So there you go. Yeah, so now I don't have to pay for the first maybe two weeks or so of twenty twenty four. That's all I play on DraftKings. There it is. That's the only thing I'm good at. Yeah, but for FanDuel, for some reason, I'm pretty good at football. Yeah. But anyway, I understand I was probably breaking up through some of that. I hope it all came through. I, so, I we'll think, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. This internet is it's an adventure. Just the fact that you guys are getting an episode 82 is like a miracle at this point. So, this is like <laughs> the episode that almost didn't happen. <laughs> we it would have happened. It just probably would have been, you know, we might have done two in a week or broke no, up we, in week uh, 30. We, we would have went from episode 81. To 83. That's what we would have done. The last episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, let's. Uh, we've already taken our break. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> did we take our break at the truck? Oh, yeah. I think we did. I'll put a break I, I in somewhere. We did. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, that was like four or five days ago. I can't remember that far back. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was Tuesday, uh, wasn't it? Wednesday? Tuesday or Wednesday? I've been Tuesday. No, oh, man. Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah, I think we moved it to Tuesday, and I was going to do Wednesday, but then Wednesday wound up changing for me. Oh yeah, so yeah, okay. Saturday. So fun. Okay, we had a few more internet problems there. I have no idea where I ended up stopping. So let's just talk about the Cup Series. Yeah. Championship for the twenty twenty three season. Yeah, you know your your internet issues are not as bad as Christopher Bell's break issues that he experienced <laughs> this past Sunday, uh, eliminating him from the championship contention. Uh, he 
I do. Yeah, it was a brake rotor exploded. Yeah, on his it. rotor exploded. My router's exploding. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not like that, but um, you know, honestly, like between just the storylines of you know what championship contender is ahead of the other one, like this race was kind of boring. Uh, until, Not for me. I enjoyed the mess out of it. <laughs> yeah. So I think really the only interesting part of this uh, whole race was the the battle between Ryan Blaney and, and Ross Chastain, which I'll go ahead and say it. I don't. I think Ross Chastain is the worst driver out there. I think he was blocking air the entire time. I think he should be suspended and penalized. Blocking the- air. What does that mean? <laughs> what does blocking air mean? <laughs> blocking clean air. Taking the line away, like everybody else does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Ross a, I mean, no, no, no. It, so. It's okay. It's okay if other people do it. Just yeah, if it's yeah. Ross Chastain, I don't like it, <laughs> and I don't want it, and he should be penalized for the rest of uh, for the entire 2024 season. He should just. All reality, yeah. I am really, really shocked that NASCAR didn't find something wrong with his car. Yeah. And post it, <laughs> I am really shocked. Yeah. They didn't come back and say. Ross Chastain's been disqualified for this uh, manipulation <laughs> on the windshield or something like that. And yeah. Ryan Blaney is now your winner. He won the last race and the championship. I'm, I'm shocked that didn't happen. Yeah, well, I mean, nevertheless, it's the first time since the playoff uh, season mm-hmm. or season, the playoff format happened that the championship or I'm sorry, the champion did not win the finale race. Leave it to Ross Chastain for doing something that's never been done before. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I, I and Drew mentioned it on the show this past week. His interview after, excellent, absolutely excellent. He's like, "Oh yeah, I know he's mad. I know he's mad at me. I don't care." <laughs> <laughs> loved it, loved it. If anybody can get away with that, it's him. He yep. races exactly the way I would want to race. I would want to be that guy. If if I was a race car driver, I would want to be Ross Chastain. Yeah. You know, it's not fun for a kid or something looking at these race car drivers and seeing how respectful they are to each other and how, you know, you race certain people a certain way, but then you get all up up in your feelings when somebody races you the same way back, you know, like a, pull a Hamlin or something because Hamlin does that all the time. You know, like, oh, he raced me so dirty. I don't race people like that. And then he turns around and races people exactly the same way. Jake Kelly right. does the same thing. Rasha saying is straight. He just he's straight at you all the time. He's gonna race you that way, you're gonna race him that way. Okay. You never hear Ross complain about the way somebody races him. You never hear that. All you hear is about how people complain about how they how Ryan Blaney sp- specifically does not like it when he can't pass Ross Chastain. That's happened a few times this year. He hates not being able to pass Ross Chastain. <laughs> for some reason he thinks Ross Chastain owes him a move out of my way, you know, move, right? He, he owes him this, uh, Hey, you don't need to be in front of me. You need to get out of my way. It doesn't matter where in the championship anybody is. If you're racing Ryan Blaney and your name is Ross Chastain, you're a piece of junk that gets flipped off for it. <laughs> Everybody else. So it's fine. Oh, we race Kyle Larson. So clean. And all that, like whatever, y'all were still rubbing and bumping each other on the straightaways. <laughs> Chastain wasn't doing anything but protecting the spot. Yeah. You're, you're mad because you couldn't get by him. <laughs> you know what I'm excited about as the president of the Kyle Busch 
fan club, uh, Rowdy Nation. I'm just happy Kyle Bush is not in this mess anymore. It used to be every week, Kyle. Oh, but now it's going to get boring for you because Kyle won't be in like the headlines of, of all this junk. Because well, no, no, no. everybody likes Kyle. Yeah, everybody loves Kyle Bush, which is wild because, like, listen, I've been here since 2004. Uh-uh, I've seen all you guys over here saying something completely different. So, like, I need y'all to just stay over there on that side of the fence, and I'll just keep rolling over here. No, I'm I'm cool with it. Uh, I didn't see anything wrong. Like, I mean, Ross Chastain just no. – he didn't wreck him. <laughs> and, like, he even said that in his interview. He said, I'm not going to wreck him. I'm not going to use the bumper. Like, I'm going to take away his air, though, because I'm – Mm-hmm. Trying to win a race, absolutely. I didn't see nothing wrong with what Ross Chastain did. I think Ryan Blaney understands there. There's nothing that he should be mad about. Uh, you still won the championship. I got. <clears throat> I understood what what Ryan Blaney was getting at was. Hey, the longer I'm stuck behind you, Kyle Larson's coming and he could win this championship. But but the, the thing about <laughs> NASCAR is you're racing. Mm-hmm. It's it's supposed to be difficult. You are in the nobody. Here. Nobody has to give you anything. If you want something on the track, you take it. And right. unfortunately for Ryan Blaney, he couldn't take it. He right. wasn't good enough to take that from Ross Chastain at that moment. Maybe in some other time, yes, but for some reason at that moment, Ross Chastain had him. Yeah, and he was not giving it up. And Blaney's just mad that he he's mad that he's the one guy. He's the one guy that hasn't won the race so far. <laughs> and that's that's all right because I mean, you know, all I've heard was Ryan Blaney saying, Oh, he was he's a air blocking MF or whatever the case may be. Well, find another way around. That's that's the you know, come to the territory there, pal. I mean, uh, he tried to wreck him at one point, it still didn't work. Oh, I don't think he was trying to wreck him. I think that was just a hey. Dude, I am here. I'm racing for a championship. Get out of my way. And then I'm very well, happy that Ross Chastain did not. Well, also, you got to think, um, Denny Hamlin had once said, that is the hardest dude to spin out. Yeah. Remember? So, and at that track, see? <laughs> yeah. Phoenix has been eventful for Ross Chastain this year. I'll tell you, if there's anybody, if there's a Cup Series driver out there that can handle getting bumped from behind that hard, it's Ross Chastain, pal. Man. I am I'm excited about the future for Ross Chastain. Yeah, me too. All right. I know I know what you I know. But look, I'm excited about the future for Ross Chastain. Absolutely. Because I now know that dude finished third and first in the last two uh fall races at Phoenix. And he was running pretty good in the spring before he got, you know, slammed to the wall in the last lap and got pushed all the way back to the twenties. Um, the fact that he actually could win at Phoenix. Oh yeah, I, dude, he's already made the final four once. He was in the final yeah. eight this year. Uh, he's he's a legit championship contender. If you oh, can make I, a final 100%. four, if not only if you can make the playoffs, but you have made the final four before, and they got eliminated this year one round early from it. You and you have a win at Phoenix. As long as it's at Phoenix and the playoffs don't change a whole lot, you're you're solid. like you are a legit championship contender, and I hope he gets another chance at it one day. I really do. Oh, I'm he, uh, guaranteeing I can't wait. he will. Mm-hmm. He'll. I mean, I, it wouldn't surprise me if Ross Chastain was in the championship for next season. It, it wouldn't, wouldn't me either. Me. He, 
he's been on a roll at the end of this year. They found something, right? They were out. They were on a roll near the beginning of the year, towards the middle. They kind of fell off, except for that one win at Nashville, and that was right after that Hendrick thing. Like he he stopped racing a certain way, but then the end of this championship, the playoffs, the end of the playoffs here, he's kind of found it again. You know, like I I want that. I want that Chastain back. I don't want that. Oh, I don't want to touch anybody. I don't want to make anybody mad, you know, make Hendrick mad Chastain. I don't want that Chastain. Yeah. I want the one that Denny Hamlin hates. Right. You know, I, I want the one Ryan Blaney hates that he can't pass. You know, the, the intimidating Chastain. I want the one that's crazy to send it on the wall wide open around Martinsville. You know, I, that's the Chastain I want. And I think he came back this weekend. And I, from his comments, I hope it sounds like that chest thing is not going away. I hope that chest thing stays and I want I can't wait for Daytona. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. But with that being said, the 2023 NASCAR cup series champion is Ryan Blaney, which is, I don't know. I don't, I've never seen Ryan Blaney as like a champion. And now that he is an actual NASCAR cup series champion, it just doesn't feel like he is. Does that is that why like and I think maybe it has something to do with him not winning the actual race, but like maybe he also wasn't really dominant all year long. He kind of just came on right here in the last four races. Like he kind of snuck in, snuck in most of it, and then all of a sudden in the last four races he's won. He won twice, I think, in the last four races or won once. But yeah, he did it when it counted. That's what these. That's what this type of format is for. So. Yeah. Um, uh, I will say this though. I see a lot of issues about people like, uh, well, he did, he's not really a, a deserving champion or something like that. He's like, did Ryan Blaney really deserve to win the championship? That's actually a comment on Twitter from a lot of media, what? like heads of media. Did Ryan Blaney really deserve the title for how he ran this year? It's like, um, shut your butt. Yes, he does because this is the format presented to everybody. It isn't like Ryan Blaney got a special set of rules right you know everybody is playing under the same rules if matt kenseth could win the championship the way he did in the cup series which prompted this because he dominated it if he could win the championship that way he deserved it if jimmy johnson can do the playoff era and um chase era and all that and perfect that every single year like he did five times in a row then he deserves it. Right. He might not have been able to do that under the old format. It's It was a completely different set of rules. That doesn't mean that he doesn't deserve the ones that he got now. Yeah. You know, just because maybe in a different generation or a different style, he wasn't, he wouldn't have been there. Like he might've finished like fifth or sixth in points in the old cup series point standings. That's not what we're playing under. You know, that's not the game right now. So, yes, everybody's playing the same set of rules. Shut up about Ryan Blaney. Did he really deserve this championship? Yes, he absolutely did. He he absolutely did. You can't give it to Larson or Bell or Byron because they couldn't beat Blaney. You have to beat him on the track on the last race. That's how it's set up nowadays. So, he's a champion. Yeah. I mean, to, to question whether or not he deserves the championship is wild. Um, of course he does. That's 
the dumbest thing ever, but just mm-hmm. the thought of Ryan Blaney being the NASCAR Cup Series champion, it like makes me want to rip my own teeth out, but like in a good way. I was like, I don't hate Blaney. I mean, yeah. I, I, I he's he's aggravating now when he's like, you know, pitching a fit about Chastain's racing me too hard. <laughs> You're a race car driver. What's wrong with you? <laughs> he's racing me too hard. He won't let me buy him. So shut up. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, I never hated Ron Blaney at all. I mean, I've always been excited to watch him. He's exciting to watch. You know, he's one of these drivers that hang the wall and do real good at the uh, Super Speedway races. I saw one of his wins in person at Talladega. I think it was 19, 2019 at Talladega. I saw one of his, his wins. Um, he's fun to watch. It, and it's cool to see a Blaney out there doing something because when I was growing up, the Blaney's really didn't do a whole lot in NASCAR. Yeah. I mean, we got excited one race. I think it was 2000, maybe 2001 Atlanta. Actually, the Harvick win where that Amico uh, 93 car, he was going really, he was racing really, really well that day up front, leading laps and stuff. And near the end of the race, I think this pit crew didn't tighten one of the wheels up and his wheels fell off. Oh, <laughs> something like that. But like we all we got all excited because, oh, look at Blaney, he's doing something. I think it was, I don't know if it's his dad or his uncle, I don't know his family tree. Um, it was Dave Blaney. I don't know if that's his dad or his uncle. I know there's a Dave and a Dale. Yeah, Dave Blaney is his dad. Dale okay. is his uncle. All right. Um, and I know Dave Blaney was also a World of Outlaws racer, who yes, is, is, I think, a lot better in World of Outlaws than he was in NASCAR. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> he was a champion there. Yeah. And he ran the same the same number and same sponsor and all that for a little bit, too, the 93 Amico. I actually had a sprint car of Dave Blaney from that early 2000s era. Cause that was a Dodge team. Oh yeah. That was one of the first Dodge team. I th- might've been Bill Davis racing. Now that I think about it. Might've been, they might've had the 22 and 93. If I, if I'm correct, I could be wrong about that. It sounds right. But anyway, any other notes, uh, about the cup race? No. Um, anything other, other than that interesting that happened? I'm, I'm shot. Larson didn't give it a, bigger run that was my pick i could have swore that was going to happen but he just kind of you know fell off and finished he finished third or fourth uh larson oh god i don't even know uh third or fourth he was one of those two i don't know if harvick or not harvick but harvick finished seventh um by the way we talk about that harvick yeah yeah but he was like a second and a half or two seconds behind. He wasn't even over yeah. here. Um, but yeah, how about Harvick's last race? Yeah. How about that? Um, Crazy. It's hard to believe he's been in NASCAR that long, too. Like, yeah. it doesn't seem like it's been that long. But yeah, it has actually been 22 years he's been in NASCAR. Um, Wild. And I also noticed in our fantasy cup, a lot of people picked Harvick just because they couldn't they wouldn't be able to pick him again. I didn't think about that, yeah. you know, yeah, but my guy finished second. So I know my guy finished third. So third. Yeah. I still had a better showing. I would have, I picked Harvick, but still, um, that was really cool. And, uh, they, they let him run 
a paint job with his name on the car, mimicking oh, yeah. the the Bush logo. So it kind of looks like the old video game cars before they uh, had like ID, like age uh, verification. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so frustrating, right? Hey, are you there? Did, yeah, I'm here. Okay, I heard a lot of background noise. I know what that was. Yeah, it's my furnace. <laughs> my oh, your furnace, furnace. Just, yeah, that thing's okay, about well, to get all that really, in, man. How about that? <laughs> no, it's about to get really loud and it's super obnoxious. And this <laughs> happened last year, and I was okay to be transparent with you. My niece and nephew are here spending the night with us, and I mm -hmm. got so distracted by telling them, like, hey, you guys got to be quiet when we're recording. I forgot to turn the the furnace off, and I'm sitting right in front of it. So um, if you want to, we can keep it on. But uh, my goodness, it's going to get really, <laughs> really obnoxious. Chances are just me and you will hear it, and nobody will know what we're talking about. You know what? That's true. Now it's a science yeah. experiment. Now I want to see if it'll actually make the episode or not. Because if not, people are going to start like, okay, well, these two guys are absolutely... Here it goes. You hear that? I hear it. Yeah, but, boy. Yeah. Just imagine so. trying to sleep at 2 a.m. with this thing. Bad mamma jamma coming on like this. Golly, man. It's... You All right, hear that? <laughs> so is it in your bedroom? No, it's... Uh, I'm, I'm in my kitchen right now my dining room not my kitchen my dining room and uh i'll have to take a picture i'm gonna take a picture of my where i'm setting and then i'm gonna send it to you after the show so you can kind of see <laughs> but the furnace is literally i'm looking directly at my furnace so it's oh god <laughs> i haven't been in a house with a furnace in forever yeah, we don't even have a real doorbell. It's one of those like uh, you push the button and it like pulls down a, a like a little cord and it hits the uh, it hits like a little bell. It's kind of like that a is lesson. the real doorbell. Yeah, yeah, that's like, the original doorbell. That's like the real thing. The other stuff is just electronic. You actually like, have a bell over the door. There. <laughs> that's no, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's an yeah, actual you, bell. You have a actual real doorbell. You have the real doorbell. Nobody else has one. I yeah. have a stupid little camera on the on the door. You press a button and it dings on your phone. Oh, see, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, see, but I also yeah, I, I have that, but it's not a doorbell. I also have a really loud and obnoxious furnace. Could do you hear the the squealing? I do. I yeah, do. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I I hope this comes through. I hope everyone listening to this episode can hear my furnace right now. Um, well, let's go over the fancy cup and let's get out of here. This episode's been 80, pretty Oh my goodness. 82, man. The, oh, the episode. That's all we can say. The episode. Um, yeah, man. So, uh, 2023 is come and gone. We've already talked about, um, Justin, we got, uh, final point standings. We got the average finishes. Um, we have one person not coming back uh to the 2024 fantasy cup which if he still has if he decides that he wants to he has until well i mean he can join whenever but um rj he will not be joining uh 2024 but i was able to talk uh jay josh jay into coming back and we added two more people so we are up to 25 participants for next season awesome 
And you want to cap it at 30, correct? I do. I want to cap it at 30 because your boy is, <laughs> I almost said autistic, <laughs> dyslexic. <laughs> your boy is dyslexic and uh, maybe autistic, but um, <laughs> but yeah, that's a lot of math, man. Um, but I want to uh, say that uh, uh, Shane Sams, Shane Sams, he is uh, my hometown native will be joining the 2024 fantasy cup series uh and also zach danford who actually i went to school with shane and zach i think they were both in the same class a year under me uh, both big nascar fanatics they're out there at the local dirt track just like i am literally every single chance they get uh massive dirt racing fans which kind of bleeds through to nascar uh shane sam's Zach Danford. I'm not the only Iola guy. So there's three of us now. So very excited about that. But they will also be joining. So now we are up to 25 people. I'm going to see if I can get my brother to join too. Yeah, let's go. I'll see if I can get him to join. Um, I'm not actually so, going to talk to my brother too. Yeah. So maybe that'll make it 27. All right. Between us two. Um, well, do you want to go over the final? Fantasy Cup standings for 2023. Yes. And I'm going to try to do it as like one of those really important. You know what I'm trying to say? Like um, not like WWE esque, but I'm actually just trying to like pull Go it up. from the or, bottom. Okay. Up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to do. Okay. <laughs> so 2023 in the Marvel's Fantasy Cup Series final point standings finishing 17th with uh, one win and an average finish of 7.8 just because he only did 13 races out of 36. That's it's solid. That's Ryan. Solid for 13 races, yeah. Ryan. Austin. Finishing 17th. Awesome. Uh, finishing 16th. Three wins and an average finish of 17.4 because he had 33 races out of 36. It's Jody, the Canadian. <laughs> Mitchell, sorry. <laughs> I messed that up. Okay, I'm done with that. Uh, finishing 15th, one win with an average finish of 17th. Is it 17th or is it 17? If it's 17.0. 17. 17. Okay, so let me, let me, let me, can I restart? Okay. Uh, finishing 15th. With an uh, one win and an average finish of seventeen, it's uh, big time. Caitlin Vinsel. Okay, I'm done with that. <laughs> that was kind of cool at first, but now I'm over it. All right, so finishing fourteenth, uh, what uh, three wins with an average finish of fifteen point eight? Joe, Joe Isaacs. It'd be interesting right, so before we finish off. Before you keep going. Is there anybody's average finish that is uh, lower than the person? Like, did a lower average finish finish ahead of a higher average finish in points? Yes. See, that that means this format of points is completely different than the format of points that we mean you used last year. Because I went strictly average finish last year, but this year we're doing points, and the points don't correlate. We direct like because the points from. 31st to 38th or 40th or whatever is like the same. You know, there's 10 points. So your average finish could be different between those two spots. You know, it could change your average finish, but you get the same points for it. 
You know what I mean? That's yeah. it's interesting. It's interesting to hear that. All right, keep going. I think you're at 13. All right. So finishing 13th with one win and an average finish of 14.8. I'm going to hang on to this as much as I can. It's the 2022 <laughs> in the Marvel's Fantasy Cup champion. It's me. It's Ethan. <laughs> uh, finishing 12th, uh, three wins with an average finish of 14.4. Josh J. Finishing 11th. Three wins with an average finish of 14.1. It's the Soda Hunter. Uh, by the way, now we're, the the only uh, one that can say that they were the first one to win any race, period, in the Fantasy Cup, and the only Daytona 500 winner. Just going to throw that out there. Just making up because you can't say you're a champion yet, pal. I'm just kidding. Neither can he. <laughs> And well, that's not wrong. You're not wrong. But he's got them down five hundreds. Yes, he does. Rolling into our top ten. Uh four wins. An average finish of 14.1 after finishing 34 out of 36 races. It's at a chair shot, Tim. All right. I'm waiting for applause for some reason. I don't know I, why. I, don't I just it. expect to like. I don't have no. a soundboard. Sorry. <laughs> it's dead yeah. silence. <laughs> I'm like, okay. All right. So, conference call. Just keep going. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, finishing ninth, four wins with an average finish of 15. It's RJ. You like how I did that? I'm real depressed because he's leaving. Uh, RJ, come back, please. Uh, finishing eighth. Four wins with an average finish of 14.5 hits. Billy Johnson had a great season, actually. Finishing seventh, a uh, nice little rebound for this participant. Two wins with an average finish of 13.9. It's Jessica, who doesn't listen to our show. <laughs> Finishing sixth with one win, an average finish of 12.8 simply because he finished 35 out of 36 races. It's Joe Rock. Now your top five. Um, pretty stellar top five, I think. Uh, four wins with an average finish of 13.5. It's John Brown, who won several, I think, three uh three prizes this season. So that's cool. Uh finishing fourth, two wins. An average finish of 13.2. You might know him as Drewy two-time. It's Drew Vinsel. Does that come through? Maybe we'll see. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> All right, your top three, your podium finishers. It is. Oh, wait. Wait. Okay. Finishing third. Four wins with an average finish of 13.3. It's knuckle and those wins that okay. that really shot her up there yeah it really because did, all of a sudden you know she's winning and i don't think other people are doing as good so she got the points for it so her average finish might not show it being 13 something but you know the points you know that, that little run that she had that really shot her up there she was she was so watching it this weekend because she didn't want to drop the fourth <laughs> She was so watching it. So good for her. I'm, I'm happy that she got up there. Yep. 
finishing runner-up in second position. It's three wins and an average finish of 10. It's mm. Matt. I can't imagine what the winner's average finish is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't imagine. Because if I it? haven't looked at these stats, it's got to be by far the best average finish. You want to find out? Go ahead. Finishing first. An absolute outstanding six wins. An average finish of 9.3. That's actually lower than I thought it was. Anyway, go. No, I'm going to talk. I'm interrupting you any chance I get. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Who's the winner? It's your 2023 in the Marbles Fantasy Cup champion, Justin Sheely. All right, now I'm done. Now you can He messaged me and said he got his trophy. Oh, he did? Yeah, the trophy has been delivered. He's, he's, from what I understand, he's finding a good time to uh, either – post a victory photo or wow. or making like a victory celebration photo or a video or something. I'm not yes. sure exactly what he wants to do, but he's he's waiting to do that. He's finding a good time to do that. Oh, awesome. Awesome. It. Awesome. But uh, I'm, I'm glad he liked it. He says he likes the trophy. So I'm, I'm glad it's it's nothing like incredibly special. It's not like the cup championship trophy, but it's it's a trophy and it's got our name on it. You yeah. know, it's the in the Marvel's Fantasy Cup champion. It's got the date on it, 2023. It looks like something I won at the dirt track 15 years ago. And I love it. <laughs> Could you imagine if he got the, the championship trophy and he was like, mm, mid? Yeah. You know what that means? Uh, it's fine, I guess. Yeah. What if he like didn't like it so much that he sent it back to you? <laughs> well, it's his now. He never has to swap that with anybody. He never has to return it. That is his. He can put it on his mantle. He can hide in his closet, whatever he wants to do. It is absolutely his. It- he earned it because there's nobody could come close to him this year. He could even put it in his bathtub and <laughs> give it a good old bath. Um, also, though, those trophies are notorious for um, coming like loose, like the pieces loosen up. Just get you a little like ratchet. Because it, it, it's just a nut and a screw. Just get you a little ratchet, Justin, and tighten those nuts down on the uh, the, the pieces that come through on the bottom of the trophy, the little platforms on the trophy. It tightens right back up. I have, I've had plenty of them. They all do that. It's notorious. That's just what, what they do. It, I, I had to do that when I got it out of the box. Everything was loose on it when I got out of the box, so I had to tighten it all back up before I shipped off. So... It just happens. That's how the trophies are. But congratulations, Justin. You whooped everybody's tail. You you completely um, dismantled every uh, curveball I threw at you this year. Mm. Um, wasn't directed at you specifically. It's more directed to uh, help the competition, so to speak. Obviously, it wasn't nothing. Nothing. No rule that we come up with through the year was to um, take away from any particular person. It was to kind of help boost the competition. That was the oh, whole point was, of any rule. What was that? Oh no, I was also saying it was also a uh, um, trying like a back door into trying to get me into like the top five. <laughs> Don't, let's not lie to them. That's not you know. I mean, let's you know. Maybe you know, I wanted a second shot at getting back up there in the top three because I was in the top three for most of the year. 
Yeah, that's that's double well, points. I, you know, a good idea until Jeff just wins all the double points races. <laughs> let's not even forget it wasn't a couple weeks ago that he made a pick and I made a mistake and I was like, mm-hmm. like thank goodness I was do- doing my and you guys can't see it but my quote unquote pre race inspection and that means I'm just like putting the driver down, tallying you know updating the tally and I am so glad that I I did that because he picked someone for the fourth time and I had it completely misconstrued on the, you know, I, I, I was wrong and I messaged him and I'm talking, we are, we are on pace laps and I messaged him and I'm like, you gotta, you gotta change your driver. And he did. And yet that driver didn't do very well that weekend, but like, Oh man, like, I mean, he, <laughs> he had so much adversity, you know, cause we, we piled on the double points for Daytona and Talladega. That was no problem. He went out and won the last one holiday. Yeah. And then like, I mean, it's just with my mess up and you know, all this stuff, like he just, it didn't matter. Like the dude, he's not, you know what I know from this season. I know about Justin. I know that he is not a nib. He is not a nibbler. He is a gobbler. (laughs) Okay. You want to say that about somebody? That's your choice. Your choice of words to say that about somebody. (laughs) I'm not even sure what that means. I don't either. (laughs) But all I know is that he is not a nibbler. I think you read a tweet that I put out not too long ago, and you just got nibbler stuck in your head. Because I actually said that in a tweet just before the show started. Oh, really? Yeah, it was talking about a football drive. How it was like a bunch of little. Little yards, but it was like first down, second down, third down, first down, second down, third. Like they would go all the way down the field in like four or five yards at a time. And it would take eight oh. minutes off the clock. I said, that's a nibble drive. It's like next thing you know, it's been eight minutes and you just finished your whole dessert. You <laughs> oh, know? Yeah. Instead yeah. of just eating it all in one bite, like with one big play. <laughs> oh. You didn't see awesome. that? It's just ironic. I did not. Me and you both said nibbler on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I nope, I didn't see that, but that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I had a lot of fun with the Fantasy Cup this year. I had I a lot too. of fun with the championship races uh, as well, especially Ross Chastain. Just, just love seeing my favorite driver having the longest time to celebrate a win. Right? He gets to celebrate his yeah. win all the way into the clash. And that is awesome. And I cannot wait for the 2024 paint schemes to start dropping. Be, be sure to look out for that. We'll be posting those on Twitter. And we'll be talking about anything new that comes up, any driver moves, which it doesn't seem like there's a lot of driver movement this year. You know what I'm Yeah. Like, no heavy hitters are really moving around too much. You just you got a retirement and a fulfillment. But most of the big driver moves are people moving up from the Xfinity or trucks. You know, so you don't have that big yeah. thing like last year where Kyle Busch is moving over to a different team and things like that. You don't have anything major going on. So, well, kind we, of do change have a, season. we do actually have a major announcement about silly season. Okay. The 16 car, Ty Dillon, big daddy, Ty Dillon. He's going to race the 16 for college racing full-time. It's in not a major team. announcement. Who the heck even knows what Ty Dillon was racing before? I don't. 
I don't know. Exactly. The, 70, the 77, <laughs> I think. We're smart. It's still serious to me. <laughs> Ty Dillon matters to me. Like, I'm just kidding. So That's not me. AJ's not running the 16 next year? No, he's full-time in Xfinity. Well, darn. He won, didn't he win a race this year? Yeah, the Roval. So, why would you take somebody out of a... Okay, my head's going to hurt. Yeah. You, how many road courses this cup race this year? Like six, seven, seven, seven six, seven. So they took away Indy, but they left the Roval. Oh, that's right. So yeah, six. It's like six, five. Yeah, five or six next year. Five or six legit shots at winning a race with AJ Allmendinger. Yeah. I mean, not anymore. No. Now they don't have five or six chances. They have zero chances of winning a race. You really think yeah. Ty Dillon is going to win a race for them? You think um, he has any realistic shot at any track anywhere in the well? Okay, let's be let's be real for a second. Um, let's Austin Cindric. He won the Daytona 500, and nobody expected him to win. Uh, he Ty Dillon. Okay, oh, wait, was that wait, wait, Austin Cindric was racing for Penske? <clears throat> wait, was that um? No, that was Cup the '96 Black Rifle, uh, the third entry for um, uh, 2311. At the clash, or not the clash, uh, it was Daytona. What am I thinking of? Or was that mm-hmm. Spire? I don't know, but he Are actually talking did about have the, uh, the 2311. They they entered um, Pastrana for the 500. I yeah, th- what am I trying? Maybe That's was that a cl- it wasn't Xfinity, <laughs> but it was. I, I swear, Ty Dillon raced the 96. Um, and he was really, and it was at Daytona. I don't know if it was like a duel. It wouldn't make sense if it was a duel. I don't know what I'm thinking of. Maybe I'm thinking of Xfinity. I don't know. But I mean, anybody could win at Daytona and Talladega. I don't think okay. it's going to be Talladega. Yeah, anybody can win, but there are there are there are moments where anybody can win, but then there are realistic chances to win. That's two right. completely different things. Denny Hamlin. Yeah. Um, Lord, some of the best. Ryan Blaney, those guys have real realistic chances to win Daytona and Talladega every single year, right? Yeah. Bubba Wallace and twenty three eleven, they have a realistic chance to win Daytona and Talladega every single year. They are yeah. good at that. And yeah, there are some guys that are decent at it, and they can be up front, but nobody's going to help them win. You got to have help. Yeah. That's the only problem with those small like. Like Riley Hurst almost won Talladega this year. He fin- he he led laps. He raced in the top two or three all race long. At the end, he didn't have the help. He didn't do the. He didn't help the way he needed to help, and he got spun and wrecked and finished like twelfth or something like that on the last race, gotcha. the last lap. You got to have the help with that. So you, you, there's always a chance to win at those races. Sure, absolutely. Austin Dillon won. He was he won Daytona a couple years ago, and nobody, you know. Nobody saw that coming because the first 20 cars in front of him wrecked. Yeah. And he just scooted on buying one. I, I, that's just how it happened. Speaking of Daytona 500 really fast, not to change the subject, um, Josh Jay had, and this is kind of go back to the fantasy cup stuff. Josh Jay had a really interesting question. He asked me, he said, what about like, and I, I haven't told Soda about this, so I want to get your live reaction. Put you on the put you uh, put a lot of pressure on you. Um, he said, 
what if we did like a bonus point thing where like if you guess the champion before so you'd have to so in in this case everybody that participates in the in the uh, fantasy cup in 2024 give me your prediction of who will win the championship at the end of the season and that whoever if you get that right you get 10 extra bonus points i i'll do you one better okay i'll do you one better um because 10 points is it's that's a good little bit that's that's 10 positions on a track yeah you know and if you end up losing the championship by five points five six seven eight points but then you get that bonus right for who actually won the champion that's more math for you. You up for something like that? Yeah, yeah, I'm cool with that. I think that's a really interesting, well, very intriguing thing. I'll do you one better. All right. Back in the old days at NASCAR, you got five points for leading a lap and five points for leading the most laps. This is what I would do. I say you get five points. Maybe, maybe it's how about this? It's 10 points pre Daytona 500. Pre Daytona 500. That's the only way this counts. Yes. If you pick the champion for 2024, we'll we'll mow this over and we'll make an official announcement on Facebook and down the line when it gets closer. But yeah, also give us your feedback on this if you think this is a fun idea. If you pick the champion for 2024, that's 10 points. If you pick the entire final four and you get that right, no three out of four, two out of four, no. You pick the entire final four and you get that right. That's 20 points. So a possible additional 30 points. Yeah. What do you think? For getting the entire final four and a champion, right? That's an extra 30 points at the end of the year. Oh, I don't think anyone will get it right. I don't think so either. Maybe it needs to be upped. Maybe it's 25 and 10. Heck, if you get the final four right, all the final four, maybe it's fifty and ten. Oh, I don't, I don't know if I go fifty. My goodness, that would just—I know that's a whole win. That's wild. like a old. That's an that's extra a win. Whole, that's a, oh man, what if we go fifty? Basically, I'm, getting an extra win uh, points-wise if you get all. I mean, I feel like you earned it if you get all four of them correct. Yeah, right. That would be really. Um, I, I would have you know probably what? got three of the four this year and once halfway through the season started and I saw what was happening, I wouldn't yeah. have put Blaney in there. That was, that would have oh, been my no. Like I would have put Larson bell because bell's really good at the end of the year. And Byron was really good at the beginning of the year. And Larson, once it, once he gets rolling, I know that he's going to be fine at the end of the year. Blaney was the one I wouldn't have had in. Yeah. I wouldn't have Blaney in there either. I probably would have had Hamlin, honestly. If yeah, me I too. At the beginning of the year, I just like to give him crap because he's never, you know, he's missed the final four the last two years. Yeah, <laughs> one of them was Chastain's fault, and I love it. Um, yeah, we'll mull that over. I like, I like the idea, idea of I like the idea of if you pick the champion at the beginning of the year and it comes to fruition, you get the extra ten points at the end. I kind of like the idea of a really big reward for if you get all four. I kind of like that idea as well, actually. I think that's... We'll uh, talk that I, we'll talk yeah, okay. Yeah, we have um, I, two and a half months, something like that. 
Yeah, we got time. <laughs> How many days till the next NASCAR race season? You know, ninety nine. <laughs> it's ninety nine days from the five hundred, man. I hate That's my nice. Never mind. What about the That's clash? No. Got clash? No. It mixes not, your two favorite no. things: football and NASCAR. Right. Um, no, I, I'm my focus is the Daytona 500 because you know what? If it wasn't for me just being stupid and funny with my Kyle Bush picks this season, I would have went winless. That is very scary to me, but I have already predetermined my entire 2024 drivers, and I am extremely, and I mean, extremely confident that i'm not only going to win at least five races i'm going to win the 2024 in the marbles fantasy cup series championship and i'm going to win the championship title belt baby it's gonna be fun it's gonna be exciting we gotta work out the details on the title belt (laughs) yeah you have to work out (laughs) details on the title belt uh, it's happening. we're not hearing a whole lot of feedback from it we got like three or four people it's like oh yeah cool but then there's there's still like 20 people left to, to, yeah to john john brown he did message me he reached out to me and said man i'm down for it so we got one more person so i'm really excited about that okay we we might have to actually reach out to people individually to get this yeah because <laughs> see if it's something everybody got, i'm i'm fine with it uh especially if I'm not the one that's going to be like really focusing because I'm focusing on the trophy part of it, you know, because yep. I do want the winner to get a thing that they keep. Yeah. I, I do too. like that. Yeah. And I, you know, that 2024 in the Marvel's fantasy cup series championship trophy is going to look real, real, real good, real good at my house. That's me talking trash. You jerks. Is that, is that what it is? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to, um, I'm gonna your Thanksgiving turkey jerks. There we go. Yeah, you know we got another Mad. show to do before Thanksgiving, right? We oh, got yeah, two more shows right. to do before Thanksgiving. Actually, have you this ever heard of count stuffing? as next week's show? I don't care for this Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever heard of stuffing? Uh, we call it dressing. Oh, but you've heard of the word stuffing. Yeah, stuffing. It, it's the breading that you put inside the turkey. We don't do that here. We just why does we I, in the south we just cook the turkey, and we have a pan of dressing that we we cook with it. I have never heard of this word of stuffing until the, the day the day before yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like everybody it, at it, my Walmart was like, "How do you not know what stuffing is?" And I'm like, "I've never even heard of it." Like it's. I mean, granted, it's like the fast food version, but it's like stovetop. You know, the See, little red box stovetop stuffing. That's it's the same I thing. I have no idea what that is. It. Well, you guys eat dressing, right? Is that what you call like that? Ranch, ranch no, dressing. It, you have turkey and dressing. You don't have like the big cornbread or or or. I, ours is always usually cornbread based, but it's like a cornbread, and I don't even know what goes in it. Tell you the truth. It's like cornbread and chicken and um, eggs. It's a bunch of stuff that goes into this. And I know my one of my aunts, she actually makes shrimp and grits dressing, which is amazing. See, I don't even know what any of this stuff is. 
you not say Thanksgiving grits? I said shrimp and grits. Oh, grits. What's yeah, grits? shrimp and oh yeah, you're not southern. You don't know what grits are. What are you talking about? I'm from Kansas, dude. I'm a I'm a southern ass they home, you know. No, oh, Kansas is not southern. Sorry. What are you talking about? We you, got you trucks and cowboy southern. boots. You what, don't know what grits what, are, you're not are southern. We? I don't what know, Midwestern. Midwestern's fine. Yeah, ain't you? Midwestern? I, I'm in the center of the country. That's Midwestern. Mid. Mid means mid means middle. Yes. Midwestern is like in the like, mid. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Midwestern is like Ohio. Are they I, to the I west? I count that as northern. I if me I'm personally, never, anything above Kentucky is north. That's the north. Never eat soggy. Oh no. Okay. So it'd be like Las Vegas is like Midwestern. But I Vegas, like it's a desert. Yeah, that's desert. Okay. So that's not Midwest of me. Midwest is like plains and uh still got some ranch kind of stuff, you know, like cowboys and pastures and fields of corn and all that kind of that's Midwestern to me. Huh. Southern is uh, <laughs> okay. Do you have biscuits you have and gravy? Or, oh, you betcha, pal. I love is me some biscuits, biscuits and gravy. The gravy, uh, white gravy with sausage. Oh, you, there's only one way, baby, and that's the only way. You know what I love? You know what I love the most? I love putting uh, biscuits and gravy and cottage cheese on top of it. Oh God, dude, what the heck are you doing? Jesus! Oh my gosh! It's you're not hot. If you ever cold. come down here to Alabama, you're not allowed to go to a place like Waffle House with me. I just want to let you know. What does that even mean? I know what Waffle you, you House is. That, you can't put cottage cheese. On biscuits and gravy. <laughs> Not down here. Waffle. You can't do that. You know, Waffle House is the name of a Jones Brothers song. Just throwing that out there. Um, listen, don't knock it until you try it. Uh, the well, hot will. cold. It's like a <laughs> Katy Perry you song. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> biscuits and gravy are, are heaven sent. The Lord Himself was like, mm, "Here you go. Y'all need a blessing," and led us to biscuits and gravy. Yeah, that's fine. Just leave that cottage cheese on. Oh, but that cottage cheese, though. Oh, my God. It's awesome. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Um, I hey, cannot, really fast. Somebody, y- y'all let me know. Have y'all done that? I haven't never done that. I've never seen anybody done that. No, I've never even heard of that. Is that just a, another part of the country thing, or is that just an Ethan thing? Let me that know. is an Ethan thing through and through, but that Ethan <laughs> thing is real, real tasty. Tasty with a T. Okay, that Ethan thing is real tasty. I hear that. All right. Oh, what do you want no, to that's not what I meant to say. <laughs> Golly. What were you gonna say before I before I did all that? Um. Oh man, that, I, that. I didn't even. I walked right into that one, pal. Um. So I want to give a shout out really fast to my friend Corbin Smith. Uh, he works with me at Walmart um, every day. We have the same schedule. And like we were talking the other day and I love this kid so much. And I was talking about the podcast and he was like, what did you do a podcast? And I said, yeah, pal. And he was like, like a real life podcast. And I said, yeah, Corbin. Hello. We're live, pal. Yeah. He's like, okay, prove it. And I was like, okay, well, what do you want me to, how do you, what, how do you want me to prove this? He's like, Bring say my name, oh. say my name on the episode. He and went I off, said, uh, okay. Walter White on you. 
Yeah. And I said, all right, Corbin Smith, I will. So shout out to Corbin Smith. He's a hard worker and he's a really, really good kid. Um, love that kid. I love working with him. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm ready for shout outs, pal. I got I got caught up for doing a podcast too over um over a Halloween party with uh my oh, wife. Really? Yeah. He's like there you know, it was it was a guy that it was also a nurse that works with my wife. He was like, There's a podcaster, there's a famous podcaster I hear about. Like, oh, see, see, we all know it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> We all know it. Yeah, one of our shows got like fifty something downloads one week. It was great. Um, <laughs> I haven't checked the stats in a long time. I need to check the stats. Uh, it might be doing really good. I have no idea. I haven't checked the stats. I, I just think- know we have a, like a group that interacts a lot, and it's yeah. a lot of fun interacting with them. And I feel like as long we're as y'all creating- having fun, I'm having fun. Exactly, and I think we're creating like um, like a community. Honestly, it feels like it that way, you know. I just, you know, you guys can throw some fun stuff on that Facebook group, and we can all interact with each other if if y'all really want to. But you know, like I feel like we're on the verge of creating something really unreal. Honestly, you know, like I'm very excited about it. Uh, who knows? Maybe a couple years down the line, we'll have like some five thousand followers and have meet uh, meetups at racetracks. I mean, who knows what'll happen, right? Yeah. <laughs> One day I, I want to post like, okay, I'm at Talladega. We're having a meet up here. And then maybe four or five people show up. Somehow. Oh, how cool. Would That'd that be, be amazing if four or five people showed up at Talladega randomly. When I just called I up a podcast on Twitter that we're having a meet up. I bet you if we just do it long enough, everyone else's podcast is just going to die off and we're we'll the only one left. <laughs> and then there's no other option. Dude, we're almost to 100. We're almost to I 100. know, dude. God, I can't even count that high. Well, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Before the, <laughs> the internet's been doing pretty good. Yeah. Been doing good in this last little segment here. We actually got a good little run in here. So let's uh, let's wrap it up. I want to thank all the uh, podcast drafting partners. going to go down the line real quick. The Fuzzy Puzzle, yeah, the Fully Puzzle Wrestling Figure Podcast. Also, the York Wrestling History, which is like a side project of one of the co-hosts of the Fully Puzzle Wrestling Figure Podcast. Go check both of those out. Doing the Favor is now Brewing the Favor with uh, either Eric or Barry. I haven't heard both of them yet. They occasionally come on to the Three Brews Podcast, which, by the way, excellent show the other week. Excellent show. When they were doing the... um, and you'll talk about them too, but when Three Brews was doing the country music guess the song thing, the artist and song. Oh, yeah. I loved every second of that. I was guessing along with them. I was surprised how many I actually got right. Yeah. They said we didn't know country music. I know country music. I just don't know a lot of the artists' names associated with the songs. But when you go classic, I do know it. Like I'm talking about like early 90s, mid 90s stuff because I grew up listening to that. I do know that stuff. But the newer stuff, yeah, I kind of get the song mixed up with the artist occasionally. I do. But I was surprised. I actually got a bunch of them right. Did you happen to listen to that show? I did. I actually just listened to their newest episode last night uh, where they played that that game again. Oh, I haven't listened yet. Oh, well, they they did like modern. Like, uh, I think they typed in like on Apple Music. Like, I think it was like two. What was it? 2000? hits or hits from 2000s or something and it was uh oh it was dude it's if you like that episode you're gonna love this next one that's for sure i i want to participate in a 90s pop 
because I would get a bunch of that. You know, between Alanis Morissette, Meredith Brooks, uh, Smashing Pumpkins, I mean, whatever. I would get a bunch of stuff. Wallflowers, Savage Garden, Hanson. I'd get all that stuff. I would. Uh, Because that was my teenage years coming through out of the country into like a little city. And all the kids at school didn't listen to country like they did when I was uh, in elementary school. I come to middle school. Everybody's listening to pop. So I got into the pop scene. And that's when I was coming up. And Lance Morissette, that Jagged Little Pill album she did is probably my favorite album next to Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd of all time. I I love Jagged Little Pill. I I must have listened to that album top to bottom. Even the bonus track that's hidden at the very end of the repeat track at the end of the the disc. I must have listened to that album at least uh, 500 times. At least. I love it. But anyway, now that you know a little something different about me uh positively pro wrestling podcast also check those guys out weekly just about if not weekly <laughs> might be even close sooner than weekly it's just they're always putting new stuff out now howling with the wolf with jason wolf and also follow his chop shop on twitter and all of his art excellent stuff i'm kind of in a i'm kind of like backing off a little bit buying right now just because christmas and the holidays and we got a lot of stuff going on right now so i'm hoping to pick it back up in january where i can start buying more stuff he's like doing managers right now, which I'm really wanting, but then again, I'm like, well, I need to be more responsible and kind of, you know, look down the line a little bit here, but man, if I could, I would right now. Excellent stuff. I have probably about 20, 25 of his figures. Excellent stuff. Wow. Um, Magic in the mouse, which is also anyone can cook on uh podcast and YouTube. They are, they, they do um, Walt Disney world, uh reviews things like that uh they talk about their experience at disney give advice on future trips to disney and also their youtube channel they uh copy disney world recipes that you can try at home and that's all i got who you got Ethan? yeah and you can actually watch their videos on instagram as well that's Mm -hmm. exactly where i watch my uh anyone can cook uh videos and i i'm not a big youtube guy I was really, really interested when they did the LeFou brew a while back. I love that, that, that weird drink that it's, it's a weird, it's like a, it's like a, um, a mango apple slush with a marsh. Maybe it's, maybe it's like an apple slush with a mango marshmallow foam on top of it. Something like that. It's weird. It's weird, but it has like a really sweet fake beer taste to it. That makes it seem like you're drinking something for an adult, but it's a kid's beverage, you know, and it comes in this uh, special Lafue cup from Beauty and the Beast. And it's at Gaston's Tavern. Uh, so it's like the bad guys uh, restaurant where he's in Beauty and the Beast is where he's like singing his song and all that. The bar, that's that's where this is in Magic Kingdom at Disney World. And they did that review or they did that uh, recipe. I was really, really interested. Like, How do you do this at home? That's crazy. And they did it. And I have the cup. I'm going to have to break down and try it one day on my cheat day because this is full of sugar. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. As always, Breaker and Bane's Power Hour should be coming back soon. Very excited about that. Uh, morning, Saturday morning, Rumble Wheel with Brian Breaker and Daniel Cross. Love that one. Uh, TV Toy Cast with Brian Breaker and Jeff Toon filling in for our friend Travis Fowler. Go listen we to have the an Art- 
Oh, right? I don't think we have we're an supposed invite. to say that. I don't think well, we, we have that. an invite, but we haven't worked out any details. I say that. We're trying to work on some details. God. That's all I'll say. Leave it to I'll leave it to We're not announcing or... anything. We have to. We have to. I, haven't, now, I haven't said anything. <laughs> I haven't said anything. I haven't said any specifics. I didn't say anything. We we might come on there and and talk <laughs> about uh, Seth Rollins toys. I don't know. Look, we haven't said anything. I said we got an invite, but we have to work out details. All right, it's yeah. not coming up. It's not been recorded. It's not planned on being recorded. Maybe one day it will happen. We've always said, even on this show, that we want to go on that show and talk about something. We have <laughs> yeah, always yeah. said that. And it is actually yes. a possibility. We got to work out. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're, it's, uh, we're, <laughs> we, we spend a majority of this podcast talking about NASCAR diecast cars, but we're going we're gonna to go on the TV Toycast and we're going to talk about yo-yos. <laughs> didn't, you, didn't you say at one point like you, you like Seth Rollins figures? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, so did, don't you like Roman Reigns figures too? I mean, come on. I do. We, we talk I about do. Wrestling toys. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I collected Dino Riders <laughs> as a kid. We could come on there and talk about Dino Riders. I'd love to talk about Dino Riders. That was a jam when I was a kid. That was fantastic, and I'm really happy that just happened. <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> Nevertheless. <laughs> Go, go listen to TV Toycast with Brian Raker and Jeff Toon filling in for our friend Travis Fowler. <laughs> go listen to the archives of You Know It's Fake, right? Where both Soda and I were special guests of that show. And I know it's on sabbatical, but go listen to the soon-to-be New York Times bestseller, Billy Beanus. The one, the one, the one and only Bill Venus. Uh, go listen to this uh, past episodes of, you know, or uh, No Holds Barred with Bill Venus. We're going to get through this, I promise. Uh, you did not hear their commercial earlier simply because they did not send us one yet. Uh, go listen to our friends over at Stolen Gimmicks Pro Wrestling Podcast with Joe and Jordan. Uh, both of them are joining the 2024 Fantasy Cup Series um, for us, and I'm really excited about that. I've been having a blast over in their fantasy football stuff. Uh, four and five. I think I'm four. Four. Well, how do you say that? Four. I'm four and five. I have four wins and five losses. I'm going to be five and five. I don't know who I'm facing this weekend, but um, they're going down. They're going down. Damn, baby. <laughs> so uh, you heard the commercial earlier. Go check out Tales from the Estate with Drew and Caitlin Vinsel with cameos from Rocco and Cole. Love that show. If you're not listening, shame on you. You absolutely should. I actually just sent uh, Caitlin Vinsel. Uh, I went over to my mom and dad's house. And a couple weeks ago, I was talking about the uh, Pillsbury Doughboy family. And uh, I went over to my mom and dad's house and I saw it and I sent, I took pictures and I sent it to Caitlin Vinsel still waiting on her to see those. So that's really exciting. Uh, go listen to the tales from the estate. Uh, just I like tales from the estate. on Twitter. Oh no. Like, uh, yeah. So that was a picture, but I, I sent her like pit the pictures of my mom's collection, oh, which I should okay. post on. Yeah. Dude, I mean, they even have a family car. The Doughboys. That's so weird. I'm not, <laughs> And it has eyes, and every time the wheels move, the eyes go like it's blinking. Okay, really fast. Are the wheels in the headlights or the windshield? The eyes. Yeah. Are the are eyes, they the headlights or the windshield? They're. I think they're represented. Uh, represented. They're represent. Uh, they're. They're supposed to be 
representing headlights. That's weird to me. Yeah. I, I like yeah. the way Cars does it. And Disney does it that way, specifically because Cars copied an old Disney cartoon a long time ago where the eyes mm -hmm. were in the windshield. It's so weird. They look bug-eyed when the headlights are in or the eyes. Yeah. You know, all like uh, Chevron, Chevron commercials back in the day. Yeah, I will definitely send you those video, uh, those pictures when I when we get done here. Um, but just like Tales from the Estate, you also heard pulling up a chair with our friend Tim at a chair shots commercial as well. Go check out that podcast. And one, literally one of my absolute favorite podcasts in such a short time. Uh, you also heard the commercial Three Brews podcast with not Joe, AJ, Ty, and Ryan. I love those guys. They are literally just make me laugh so much, especially their Mickey impressions. I yeah, the, the Mickey impression is pretty good. Golly, that was pretty good. I can only do like I, two lines. I can't speak like them. I can only do the uh, uh -huh. you know, like that. And the, oh, oh, that's all I can do. I can't do the uh, I, I can't do most of anything. I can't speak like them. I can only do the. The stuff and I could oh, yeah, like that with Goofy. That's all. <laughs> I definitely can't do Donald Duck. My son can do Donald Duck better than I can. I can't do any of that. Can you? Uh, can you try? Can you say no? I cannot for, do. I've tried. I cannot. Just say. Just say thanks for watching in, or thanks for listening to In the Marbles with Sony Nathan. Just I, I can't hit the. I can't hit the pitch. I can't because either. Mickey we'll do it together. Pitch. No, I'm not doing it. You got as much as you're gonna get out of me with Mickey. <laughs> I promise you, you. You got as good as it's gonna get. Um, keep on going. Who you got? <laughs> Let's close it out. <laughs> oh, that was all I got. That's it. Go check out all. Of yeah. Three brews. Though. Uh, yeah, I need to. I need to listen to the latest episode. That was. Oh, uh, that was excellent. Before I didn't listen to the new one. I'm gonna listen to it tomorrow. I now I feel bad because I don't think it was two thousands. I think it was oh, like what? the twenty. The 2010 it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's still gonna be good. It doesn't matter. Oh, it is so much fun. I <laughs> golly, dude! I get so excited, so excited when I see the little emblem go up and it's an emblem, the little notification go up that says like new episode three brood podcast, and I'm like, oh, I literally stop what I'm doing. I you know. And I go and listen to that. Oh, I love that. Love that show. Did you listen to the latest um, uh, More Tales from the Estate? With, with Travis, uh, Fowler. Travis Fowler? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. About 60% of the restaurants they talked about, I don't even have down here. I don't know any. I've <laughs> ate at Sheets once. When I I've ate at Sheets once, too, because uh, they're gas stations also. And yes. uh, truck stops. At one point, you know, it's, it's sometimes and there was a sheets truck stop on the way to Washington, D.C. And I was going past Washington, D.C. on into uh, Maryland to uh, deliver a, a, a shipment of something. I forget what it was. Some kind of saw. I have no idea. It doesn't matter. But there was a sheets there. And I was like, well, I've heard something about this place. So I stopped, and they had really bu a bunch of really cool sodas I've never seen anywhere else. And they had this place where you could just go up to a computer order you like a chicken parmesan sandwich and stuff like that that's cool so i just ordered a bunch of stuff and they called my number i got my bag and went up to the truck and ate drank my weird sodas and ate you know i thought that's, that's neat don't have anything i do have a wawa coming i don't know what wawa is but there is 
Wawa. I, th- I think Wawa. I think Wawa is a gas station. Well, but they took out the snacks from them or the food from it. So oh. I, I thinking because okay, we Atlanta has Georgia mostly. They have quick trips. Yes, which are really gas stations to me. There's like they have a lot of options of stuff to eat. And we also have one that's a really funny name, and people think it's a joke, but it's a legit gas station. I've seen it a hundred times. It's a come and go. Yeah, yeah. Have you? Do you have a come and go? Um, no, but I've. I mean, it's it's definitely it's up thing. here. It's a yeah. thing. It, it's K U M and go. <laughs> yes, that's, that's what the gas station is called. And I know people think it's a big joke. They see that and they laugh. Like, uh huh, it's a funny, funny gas station. You know, it's like, no, it's real. It, that's what it's called. I've went to several of them, <laughs> especially in yeah. Georgia and stuff. There's, uh, I think it was Georgia that I, I, I crossed those. Uh, but see, we have those ones like that. But Bucky's, man, nothing beats a Bucky's. See, yeah, okay. Bucky's, I don't, there's rumors that it's going up in Wichita, which is two hours away, but. I don't, I've never been to one. I don't really have the interest. I, I heard it's like Walmart, but like a gas station. And I could care less. It, I promise you, if you get a chance to go to one, don't go to one, obviously. But if you get a chance to go to one, like you're passing an area, it's like he's in 15 miles. Like, okay, well, let's just stop. The gas is going to be cheaper. It, it will be yeah. cheaper in every other gas station because they make up for it inside. So their gas is probably good eight eight to ten cent cheaper than everywhere else. So go ahead and stop by there and walk around inside. And I dare you to not spend more than 15, 20 minutes in there just looking at everything. And walking out with probably about fifty dollars worth of junk. Whether it's whether it's uh clothes or uh, souvenirs or barbecue sandwiches or cinnamon rolls. Or some kind of uh, glazed pecan or cashew or whatever. I, you know, beaver nuggets, they have those in there too. I dare you to walk out without spending like at least every time we go to Bucky's, we, it seems like we spend a hundred bucks. We're right there with five kids or three kids, five of us. It seems like we spend a hundred bucks every time we go to Bucky's. And then my wife, that's her favorite place. (laughs) It really, because especially they decorate for the holidays. So they have all this Christmas stuff out right now. We just stopped at one this past weekend, uh, coming back from Atlanta. There's one in Auburn, and uh, we we stopped at that one twice now in the last uh, month. We've stopped at that one, and all their Christmas stuff is out. And I think we wound up spending over two hundred dollars. Oh, nice! <laughs> just all Christmas stuff. You know, it's it's so much fun. It, the, the gas station is so much fun. Gas station doesn't do it justice. Don't go out of your way to go to one, but if you get a chance, definitely go to one and go inside for a little bit. You're blown away. But anyway, I guess if that's all you got, I will go ahead and do this. Uh, thank you all for listening to this, this week's show, uh, even though it was several days long. Um, please rate and review and follow us on all the social media platforms, Twitter and Instagram at In The Marbles Pod. And you can find us on Facebook. You can also email the show at InTheMarblesPod at gmail.com. And if you find us at least entertaining, you can go to whatamaneuver.net and hit up the search by store tab. And we're under the In the Marbles, in the Marbles um, location there. And you pick up our 
t-shirts right there. That's a great way to support the show. Another great way to support the show is going to skinnymixes.com. Use the code MARBLES at checkout. You'll get 10% off your first order. Sales going on right now for fall items. If you like pumpkin spice, it's it's discounted. Go to skinnymixes.com. Get your pumpkin. All the fall stuff is discounted. Go there. Now, that's where you get your stuff. And before we get out of here, you got anything you want to so we t- we said earlier that we started this episode a couple days ago. We're finishing it today on Saturday, November 11th, which is also Veterans Day. So happy Five days in the making. Yes. Yes. Happy Veterans Day to everybody who has served, who is currently serving, who wants to serve in the future. Uh, we appreciate you. We love you. We thank you. But as always, peace, love, and all the above. Happy Veterans Day to my stepdad and my brother, who both served. So absolutely, happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there. Very, very much appreciated. And we'll see you next time in the Marvel Show.